0: Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott joining you in Rogers Place, where tonight you're back in the big house, and we are so Stoked, and I can tell you right now, the players are pumped up to see it happen. The Oilers are dressing a pretty good lineup tonight in their first preseason home game against the Seattle Kraken. Man, we got stuff happening on the fly. We might even have a surprise guest today uh, joining us in the first half hour of the show, which is, of course, brought to you by Digitex. Uh, Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show at 1235, For the horses and horse racing, Alberta, Mark Spector. A reminder that you can catch the Alberta Breeders Fall Classic this Saturday at Century Mile, featuring seven races for Alberta bred horses only, plus live thoroughbred racing Friday and Saturday post-time 6.15. Again, this is Oilers Now. It is brought to you daily by Digitex. Buy or lease, your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Fans back in the building. Got a lot to get to on today's edition uh, of Oilers Now, which we should mention. Some would argue the greatest day in sporting history in Canadian history occurred back September 28, 1972. We might have a hockey historian join us at 12.15. He'd be a great guest to open up with on today's edition of Orders Now. But Mark Spector is going to uh, pop on for an hour. We'll hear from Edmonton Oil Kings general manager, Kurt Hill. He got some good news regarding some of his prospects. Uh, They've got their opening uh, regular season game Friday night uh, coming up against the Red Deer Rebels, and a 145 from the Edmonton Orders Community Foundation to lay out how things are going to work with 50-50 and other initiatives. Natalie Minkler on today's show. Of course, you can reach us at any time at the River Cree Resort Casino you know, Hotline at 780 Live Entertainment back with Hotel California, the Eagles Tribute Band taking the stage Friday, October 29th. Legendary Canadian Gordon Lightfoot November seventeenth. Details. RiverCreekResort.com. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you've always wanted. One hundred and forty-third Street, one hundred eleventh Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. I'm Bob Stoffer, along with Brendan Escott. This is Oilers Now. You can tweet us at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and Brendan at Brendan Escott. Our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. The Oilers open up their preseason schedule tonight at home with you. The fans. That is indeed the top story. Uh, I know that uh, there's been several walkthroughs taking place in Rogers Place as we speak. Uh, we'll tell you, just a reminder, FYI, like most North American venues, Rogers Place has adopted mobile tickets. If you need more information on how to download your tickets onto your smartphone, visit RogersPlace.com. And for uh, this season, at least to start, uh, and it's a provincial regulation, uh, in terms of an, uh, an exception in place, uh, for all upcoming events at Rogers Place, fans age 12 and over must present a government-issued ID and proof of either a full vaccine or a negative COVID test uh, taken within 72 hours of the game's scheduled start time. You'll need to bring that. You'll also need to wear face coverings in the house once you're here other than when you're actively eating or drinking. More details at RogersPlace.com. No bag policy this year. You can have small clutch bags and wallets are still permitted more information at RogersPlace.com. We've got a new 50-50, but it's got to be done in a cashless format now. Fans will need an email address and required to use their smartphone to purchase 50-50 uh, tickets again. More details available at RogersPlace.com. Yes, the fans are back. There's different rules. We're trying to make it a safe... Uh, as possible for everybody involved. And that is uh, part of the storyline in tonight's game. Again, in about four minutes' time, uh, we, sh- Brendan, you should be getting a call here momentarily from a, a friend of the show. Uh, we, however, at this time are going to tell you, I mentioned the order's addressed in a pretty good lineup. Let's get to it. The Game Day Lineup Report is brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home. List your old home. Sold today. Edmonton, dot. CA. All right, for the Edmonton Oilers. The reigning Hurt, actually, the last two reigning Hart Trophy winners are both in the lineup for Edmonton tonight. Connor McDavid with Zach Hyman and Yasa Yarby. Hyman backed, uh, had back to back 21 goal seasons with the Leafs. Big offseason addition for the Oilers. And Leon Dreisettle, who finished second in scoring last year to one Connor McDavid. Uh, the MVP was Dreisettle of the league in 2019 20. He will center Ryan Newton Hopkins and Kyder Yamamoto. Devin Shore between Brendan Perlini and Kyle Turris. Ryan McLeod between Tyler Benson and Colton Seaver. On uh, defense, Darnell Nurse with Tyson Berry. Philip Broberg and uh, Philip Berglin will be paired together. Marcus Niemalinen with Evan Bouchard, who is terrific, in the Oilers' 4-0 victory against the Flames on Sunday night. Mike Smith and Mikko Koskinen are the battery in goal for the Oilers. The Oilers will have, by my count, uh... 14 NHL veterans for tonight's game and 8 of their top uh, 12 forwards, 3 of their top 60 and uh, both of their expected goaltenders to start the year. Seattle Kraken general manager Ron Francis, head coach Dave Haxtall, 35 NHL contracts right now to $73 million cap hit. Uh, We will see 10 NHL vets in the lineup including, I would say 10 guys expected to be regulars. Some of the names you'll be hearing from that you know a little about uh, Brandon Tanev, Mason Appleton, Marcus Johansson, uh, Kelly Yarn croak those are all veterans riley sheehan who spent a year here in edmonton those guys are up front jamie alexiek on defense along with vince dunn um and chris uh greger in goal the goaltender for the calgary hitmen for three seasons who signed with florida in the offseason adam larson uh not expected to play tonight i know you'll see a story later on coming up with mark Spector involving adam larson as well um all right. So that's a, a bit of a look at the two teams. Let's get into the Orders now. Audio vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Uh, Joey Moss uh, is now in the Hall of Fame room at the Orders Place in terms of uh, recognizing, of course, he passed away uh, during the course of the pandemic. Uh, the players also have a new plaque. Orders Captain Connor McDavid was asked about what Joey meant to the group today
2: and maybe he I was a, a special person and uh, um, you know he was uh, meant a lot to the organization the players um, you know, I think probably my favorite monster story would be um, you know I remember my first trip I broke my collarbone just a young kid and and uh, being in the locker room and obviously being really upset and you know him just coming up and and uh, you know he obviously has no idea what uh, you know the the circumstance just knows that something something's wrong and it just gives me a little pat on the back and and uh, and that was that was it. So, um, you know, we certainly miss him a lot. And and uh, um, you know, to have a uh, little statue there is uh, is a great reminder for us as players and, and and the staff. I mean, everyone on the staff was so close to them as well. So, the whole city misses him. We certainly miss as players. And, and uh, today's a special day to to unveil that statue. I think the biggest difference was just having him around the room and his presence and. and uh, um, you know that that energy and that life he he would always bring to the room. Um, you know, on a, you know, a, a long season, there are days where you know the, it can be a little boring in there. It can be a little a little dry, a little sterile, and you know he would always just bring that life and that energy and and, and lift guys up. So um, we certainly missed that last year, and um, you know it's nice to, to to still see his face a little bit uh, with that new uh, unveiling there.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Edmonton, we're
0: going to take a one-minute break at this time, and we'll try to hook you up with a really great guest when we return
1: on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet.
0: just wrapping up things on the ice with Warren Fogle and Derek Ryan. Uh, They will not play in tonight's matchup against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, I do expect both Cassian and Fogle uh, uh, tomorrow against the Winnipeg Jets when Cam Moon and myself jump aboard the Bird to uh, join the Oiters on that trip as we try to get back to some semblance of uh, normality here. This is Oiters Now. he I, I will tell you that uh, we're very pleased to be joined we just heard uh and for the listeners that are aware uh the edmonton Oilers now in their hall of fame room uh pay homage to joey moss uh they now have a new bust of joey moss and on the day that joey moss passed away wayne gretzky was kind enough uh to uh, to join us and ironically um Today is also the anniversary of Canada, 49 years ago, uh, roaring back against uh, the Soviets at a very different time in the world. Well, actually, maybe not that different uh, these days of Putin, but uh, let's just say, you know, we're in the middle of the Cold War, and we are pleased to, to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline and join TNT Analyst. Um, spent uh, several years working with the Oilers Organization uh, the last few years, and of course, uh, the highest-scoring player in the history of the National Hockey League, Wayne Gretzky. Hi, Wayne. It's Bob. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, Bob. How are you doing?
0: Good. Uh, we just heard Connor McDavid, the current captain of the team, briefly talk about what Joey meant to the group. I know you, of all people, had uh, uh, the most special and unique experience uh, uh, relationship with Joey. There's a new bust uh, in the Oilers dressing room. There is also, uh, you know, sort of a a, a plaque set up uh, in the Hall of Fame room with a, a picture of Joey with uh, sharing the Oilers jersey with the uh, well, you know, the the Edmonton Football Club jersey. He truly was a special, a unique guy that kind of put things in perspective, didn't he? Yeah, um, he was uh,
1: truly remarkable. Uh, he had a passion for life and of course passion for sports and he's a true Edmontonian and I think that uh, you know years from now one of the great things that we'll come to understand about what he did so well was not only did he open doors for kids uh, who were mentally challenged to have a somewhat of a normal life more importantly uh, he was an inspiration to parents uh, that their kids could have a somewhat of a normal life and to me that was more important than anything and so uh, my dad probably said it best when he told me that one day uh, because I I grew up with an aunt who was down syndrome and mentally challenged and uh, my dad was very close to her and after my grandparents passed away my parents took her in so I kind of uh, grew up in that sort of whole world and You know, what Joey did is so unique and uh, he opened a lot of doors for a lot of kids and he uh, put a lot of smiles on parents' face um, that obviously faced some adversity uh, going forward. So it's an all of a positive. Um, He was a truly remarkable young man and uh, someone will never forget. And it's great that the city of Edmonton and the province of Alberta Uh, I don't think I'll ever forget what he contributed to everyone in the province of Alberta.
0: Wayne Gretzky joining us right now on Oiters. Now, Wayne, you are a historian of the game. Uh, One of the great parts about your involvement uh, with the Oiters over the last uh, several years was occasionally guys like Gene and Jack and myself would uh, get to hear uh, some of the stories, and and occasionally there would be a loudmouth broadcaster that might want to correct the time and date. I I don't know who that guy is, but (laughs) I I look at him in the mirror once in a while. Uh, But with all seriousness, today is the 49th anniversary of what many people consider the greatest sporting moment in Canadian history, which maybe yeah, doesn't, right? I and mean, it doesn't pay yeah. homage to 87, but 1972. Where <laughs> were you in
1: 72, Wayne? Yeah. Um, how cool. Um, gosh, I'm so lucky. I met so many wonderful people. I actually had a chance to talk to Phil Esposito this morning because uh, the, the, he was such an inspiration and the team itself was such an inspiration. Uh, what they accomplished and what they did. Um, not not just winning, but they won from coming behind and winning on the road as underdogs. They came together as a group, and I think that was the first sort of initiation of Canada playing for the crest on the front of their jersey and not the name on the back of their jersey. Although in 72, they didn't have their names on the back of their jersey. They had Canada on the back, which I tried to do in 2002, and nobody let me do it. They said, you're not allowed to do that. So I, I thought that was so cool to have the country name on the back instead of the individual player's name. But it was so incredible. It was a, you know, a chance. We knew guys like Paul Henderson and Ron Ellis, and Ken Dryden. Uh, it was an opportunity for us to see new players such as Bobby Clark. Um, and they came together as a group, and they played so hard. They played uh, on the road and living in probably tougher conditions that they've ever lived in before, and became one. And I think they set the tone for... International hockey for Canada as we know it today, from, you know, the Canada Cups, the World Cups, to the Olympics, to the women's hockey, to junior hockey, it kind of set the tone. And that's kind of how we we still follow that sort of path today, which is wonderful for our sport, that no individual thinks he's bigger than the team, and that's what makes us great.
0: We're joined by Hall of Famer Wayne Gretzky, Bob Stoffer with you on orders. Now, Wayne, I was in grade one at uh, Robert Rundle out in uh, St. Albert. Uh, it was the last time I was under 100 pounds. But uh, I'm, I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to recall, <laughs> like, uh, you've got about uh, five years for me. So were you in like grade six or grade seven? Do you recall? I watched the game in my home uh, classroom, and we all went crazy when Henderson scored and jumped around and stuff. Yeah.
1: Do you remember where you were? I, yeah, I, I think I was in grade five. Um, I got a couple, uh, hall passes every year. The Pittsburgh Penguins used to have training camp in Brantford and once or twice during that time, my dad would let me take the afternoon off and go down and watch the Penguins at training camp. And that's where I watched Brian Watson and Glenn Sather. Uh, put on their offensive displays, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> which That's a wasn't that great. <laughs> Les Minkley was the goalie. Um, my next door neighbor bought the first color TV in our neighborhood. And I watched Game 5, like everyone else did, in the gymnasium with a big sort of TV in there, black and white. And my dad told me the next three games... I could come home at lunch, at, which was noon, and watch it at my next-door neighbor's house. who had a color TV. So I sat in there and watched the games, and I thought it was so, uh, which is crazy to think now, but I thought it was so cool to be able to watch it in color. Um, it was pretty phenomenal. So I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember every game. I saw uh, tapes of it, and every now and then periodically I'll throw in Tapes of that series. People ask me all the time, do you watch old games? And I never watch our games. It's just something I don't do. But for whatever reason, I love watching hockey from the late 60s with Orr and Hull and Bellavoe. And of course, the uh, Summit series in 72, I watch a lot of that. It's kind of fun for me. Uh, it kind of brings me back to my childhood, which I love to do. Wayne, we'd be remiss without
0: mentioning you spent several years as vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group. You made a decision in the spring. You had a wonderful opportunity uh, with TNT. I know you have a, a really good relationship with Daryl and Renee Cates. It mustn't have been an easy
1: decision for you. It was really difficult because the orders are my life. You know, Edmonton people have always been so tremendous to me. Uh, COVID probably played a big part in it early April. No one knew or understood where we were heading with this uh, horrible pandemic. And, you know, it was just an opportunity for me to be able to travel in the U.S. and be part of the National Hockey League again. Um, I'm really excited about it. You know, I'm I'm thrilled. We met with uh, the league and both ESPN and TNT, and it's so exciting that Mark is going to be on ESPN and Chris Chelios, and I'm excited to work with Rick Tocchet. and be part of uh, TNT and Paul Bissonette, who I, I don't really know, but my kids tell me that he, as they say, he's the bomb. So I'm really excited about it. You know, it's kind of a new era in hockey as far as the TV side goes, and I'm really excited about it. It's, it's going to be fun.
0: Wayne, uh we appreciate you joining us on short notice. Uh thanks for uh sharing a few stories with us. And uh when the uh when the others make it to the Stanley Cup final and they will be a top eight team, Wayne, this
1: year, mark my word. Uh we look Yeah, forward- I
0: know <laughs>
1: Hey, we you have two of the best players in hockey. Um good things happen and they have a good coaching staff and it's a great organization as you know, being around it and I pull for them every day. I can't be too biased, but as you know, uh, somebody told me one time, once an oiler, always an oiler, and you kind of go with that, right? So I wish them all the best of luck.
0: Wayne, we appreciate you joining us here in Oilers now. Thank you for your time.
1: All right. Thank you, Bob. Take care, and congratulations to the entire Moss family and Victor Joey. Unreal.
0: Awesome stuff. That is Wayne Gretzky. Well, what can you say? Twelve twenty-seven 27 in Edmonton. Uh, we will go to NHL today. We have a minute to squeeze this in, NHL today. Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew was involved in uh, hockey ownership uh, for a while. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. I was talking to Drew. Those Seattle Kraken jerseys,
3: they are selling something fierce, I'm told. All right, here he is, Brendan Escott. Can't keep the merch on the shelves. Coverage tonight on 6.30 chat of the action. Starts at 5.30 with the face-off show and then 7 o'clock puck drop. Cam and Bob have the call live from Rogers Place. Vancouver bested Calgary 4-2 at home last night. Montreal was victorious over Toronto 5-2. Josh Anderson scoring a pair there for the Habs. Ottawa's Ridley Greig and, uh, or Greg rather, and Washington's Dylan McElrath each picked up multi-game suspensions for incidents in weekend action. Jalen Smerich, the OHL veteran who was subject to to a racial abuse in a Ukrainian league over the weekend is taking a leave and said that he won't return until that uh, specific player is suspended and removed from that league. The Oil Kings begin the regular season Friday at Rogers Place. Red Deer in town kicking off a home-and-home and home in the U of A Golden Bears with a crosstown rivalry game against the McEwen University. Griffins Friday and Saturday.
0: All right, 12:28 in Edmonton. You never know who's going to appear on Oilers now. Bob Stauffer with you again. We'll do a reset in the uh, back hour of the Showing the game day lineup report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Uh, Mark Spector coming up. Sports Ed's after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.